tuned to this, your beautiful community radio station, and I have two equally beautiful guests that have just landed in the studios. It is Rob Baldwin and May Lee. Good morning. Good, Good morning. morning. So it's your first time here at Bay FM it for is, both of yes. you. Ooh, it how is. do you feel? A little bit excited, a little bit nervous? A little bit of both. Yeah, very excited, actually. <laughs> first of all, I think everybody knows that Santos is the little shop with the big heart that believe that to care for ourselves is just as important as caring for Mother Earth. And, of course, we've talked about this on the show before, that you guys always source the best organic food and natural lifestyle products. And every single one of those things in the shop goes through a very strict uh, Santos Organics ethics check. So we can all rest assured that we are shopping consciously, as consciously as possible. So it's no surprise then that you've partnered with local farmers, Conscious Grounds, a certified organic farm dedicated to regenerating land and providing healthy, affordable produce for the community. I'd like to welcome into the Bay FM studios area manager of Santos Organics, Rob Baldwin, and also the executive director with Conscious Grounds, May Lee. Let's start with Conscious Grounds because in Myokum, on a stretch of road that's very distinctly long and flat um, compared to the rest of Myokum Road, you'll find a, a beautiful little thatched roof uh, roadside stall laden with various shades and shapes of farm fresh produce. What is at the end of that long driveway, May, for those that don't know? Down the long driveway is our beautiful certified organic regenerative farm stretching over 230 acres. We have a, currently have a team of uh, 22 people. Um, some of uh, the, our team live on site as well, and our focus is on providing education in various traditional systems, as well as bringing in modern practices. So we focus on the food forest, uh, the market garden. We've got a commercial citrus orchard. We've got animal systems with pigs, cattle, sheep, chickens, thousands of chickens and um, we also have a commercial kitchen as well. How did you, you find your way down that long driveway? What was your entryway into becoming part of Conscious Grounds? I was running my own business in Australia and we sold that business and I moved back to my home country in Vietnam. I arrived into Australia as a refugee when I was just about a, a year old, so I left when I was eight months old. And I was living in Vietnam and had gone on a big journey of exploring food for health and restoring health through um, connecting back to the land. Um, I went back to Vietnam to connect back to the country and my birth country and get to know the culture. And it's a very strong food culture in Vietnam. So getting back into that, you know, meeting many of my relatives that were still in Vietnam. And I was just exploring um, wellness through food, um, through spiritual practices. And I, I met Richard, the founder of Conscious Ground, at a Qigong teacher's training workshop. We got together and he was looking for someone to help bring forward the food program at Conscious Ground. So that was a really important aspect. And a lot of farming practices, all of the premium produce goes out because that's you know, the, the revenue stream for the farmers. And it's really important for us to bring the education side 
to our growers so that when they're growing the food, they actually understand what they're actually growing. So they're learning how to eat it, how to cook it, how to prepare it, how to store it. Um, and it all forms part of our um, you know, full circle of education within the organisation. So my goal coming into Conscious Ground was to bring the food awareness and wellness program into our kitchen to help educate our own farmers as well as the local community. I'm really interested in you know what you said about going back to your homeland to discover your own culture and it must have been such a huge personal awakening but you also mentioned that you went for also sort of health reasons did you have something going on within yourself personally yeah so my journey into food for wellness started with I had an autoimmune condition and also pre-diabetes so I had um, I've had three children and I had gestational diabetes throughout three pregnancies and I just didn't get the right information. I, I, I just didn't have access to it. And my son also had a Clostridium difficile, which is a superbug that, you know, many of us can keep under control. It's, it's around everywhere, but when your gut microbiome has been compromised through certain events when he was, uh, after he was born, he was given a lot of antibiotics and I, I just didn't know. I, I, I didn't know and I just listened and, and it really destroyed his gut and he wasn't able to fend for himself. So he had a recurring infection and he was deteriorating. And I went on to fermented foods as, and I grew up with fermented foods. It was something that was really normal in our culture. I saw, you know, we had jars of food fermenting everywhere and it was just foreign to me because it wasn't sort of I didn't take notice of it I moved out of home and I I wanted to be you know westernized as much as possible you know really embracing the culture here and I I turned my back to a lot of our um, ancient traditions so that journey brought me back through food and 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 through food I found that connection to the self and to spirit and so it's been a really big beautiful journey and um my partner and the founder of Conscious Ground, Richard, also went on a very similar health journey and finding himself through food and, and that connection through food is, is so important and it, it's what we really want to share. And when we left the refugee camp in Indonesia, my grandmother, who just recently passed, she gave my oldest brother, who was six, a, a packet of seeds and said, you know, when you find your new home, start growing your own food. This is how you'll feed yourself. And, you know, this is how you make your new land, your new home. And, and he carried those seeds. He carried them to Australia and um, he planted them at the hostel. Um, so sorry to immigration, we didn't know back then. <laughs> but he, I'm, I'm sure they were just standard seeds. Or I something, feel like so. they're the seeds of life, yeah. you know. They're, yeah. they're not something that I've got tears in my eyes with you telling that story because that's your grandmother as well growing, you know, beside you or here, still yeah. living on. And those beautiful seeds that we plant in life. Oh, so moving. Thank you so much for sharing that. Mm. Wow. So how then do you put together, you know, something that's here in the Byron Shire? Where do you start to teach? What do you actually offer? So if somebody goes online and has a little look at Conscious Grounds or or calls you up or is listening to this here today and wants to go on a, a journey, you know, to become more connected, not just to yourself, but also then, of course, to the earth itself what is it that you offer um, down there specifically so currently we do take internships often they're from schools from overseas and they they come to do their three to six month practical with us 
at times we also have um, available space for people to complete their, their farm work as well. Other opportunities are our open days when we have tours as well as workshops and our most up-to-date information is on our Instagram and Facebook pages. So we post all of the open days there and we also do um, catering for our friends at Santos here. So a lot of the food can be experienced in the cafes and that's all part of um, us enabling this sort of education on food to go out to the community as well. So we love working with the team at Santos and engaging with the um, cafe team so that they're aware of how the food's being produced, what goes into the food. So we um, also incorporate biodynamic practices. So we focus on our soil, the soil it being the most important aspect where we put all the love and the intention there first because it's the soil that grows the food and grows the people. And you yeah. can see like a direct translation of the biodiversity in the soil and the biodiversity in our, ourselves and our gut. Yeah, I, I always say to people that, you know, your gut is your garden of Eden. Mm. And if you can nurture that and look after it and put all the right things in it. But yeah, I suffered from tonsillitis my whole life, my whole childhood. So had, you know, huge doses of antibiotics and and into my teenage years and, and growing into an adult, I... Uh, my mind was was not clear or it was completely scattered until I studied nutrition, mm-hmm. you know, which was in my in my 30s. And when I did and when I started to take care and, and actually understand this little garden of Eden, my own private garden of Eden, and bring it back to its balance and natural health, what that did for my mind was the most potent gift, I think, that came from it because everything else then becomes intuitive you're able to feel and understand you know things that you can't learn beautiful stories I think this is a nice time to bring in Rob Baldwin the area manager of Santos May was just talking about this lovely collaboration that you have with providing and and the food for the cafes hello Rob (laughs) I do see you in Santos you're based in Byron is that right I am more of a wandering artist at the moment. I'm spending my time across the three stores and three cafes. What is a sort of day-to-day area manager of Santos Organics? What, what does that look like? Well, I guess my role is all about support. So again, trying to support our store managers in our stores and our beautiful, vibrant team that we have at each of the shops and cafes. I have spent a little bit of time with May discussing and designing our menu in our cafes. And I guess our Santos cafes are really supposed to be the window to Santos and that being the vibrancy, the beautiful food, the healthy, nourishing salads that have come from such a beautiful farm such as Conscious Grounds. So, yeah, to answer the question, I guess it's very much my role is to support the stores as much as I can, to create those partnerships, to discuss new innovative products with suppliers, that kind of thing. Bring all the goodness to us. Is that, is that in a nutshell? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, sounds great. We are all part of so many different things, aren't we? You must find this in the gardens uh, at Conscious Grounds. I don't know how you plant there, but there's a lot of syntropic planting going on where everything just lives so happily together. Mm. Is, it, is it like that in the grounds there? Yeah, definitely. And we, we do have um, a syntropics and agroforestry system and so much of that can be translated into our people. And one of the things that we speak about is that we're not really just growing food, we're growing people. And you mentioned before 
about your health journey and finding that ability to really open up and the reason why we put so much time and effort into having our kitchen program to feed our farmers is that it does start with the food well firstly it starts with the soil that grows the food and with the food we can start to clear away the physical layers that are blocking those receptors like you mentioned with the brain fog and things like that and once that physical layer is cleared out with wholesome organic food that is grown with so much love and intention the human body can then access the other emotional and spiritual layers and so that's the journey of how we weave the you know when you mentioned going back to agroforestry we plant different species that will grow at different stages so that you have your emerging plants that come out first and they create the cover for the understory underneath and and so much of that is when we put this food into our bodies it sort of allows those other layers to cover and open up the the emotional layer and the spiritual layer and so you know I, I just love our team so much they're they're our family you know we live we eat together every day and yeah so it's a very very great translation of that. When did the catering um, side of it come into conscious grounds? Because obviously then that leads to your beautiful collaboration here with um, Santos Organics. We started in February this year. I'm incredibly grateful for the opportunity. We have always been working with Santos. Um, everything that we purchase um, to feed our team that isn't grown on the, on the farm is pur- purchased through Santos. We really value their ethics team. They've done all the hard work and we know that when we order through them, we can trust that. And so we started our partnership in February and um, focused on a few line items and yeah. Did you have to do a lot of tasters, uh, Rob? <laughs> was that part of the difficulty well, of the job? <laughs> the whole collaboration was based off this, this one meal. Actually, we had an event at the farm last year at Conscious Grounds as one of our meetings in May catered for us for lunch so she took us around the farm we did a farm tour and we learned a little bit more about how they grow and where they grow and met the beautiful team May's talking about and um, we all sat down afterwards for lunch and a lot of us at Santos were just completely blown away by the depth of flavor the vibrancy the you know like it's it, it was literally grown meters from where we were eating and the sense of harmony that came from that meal I think a lot of us at Santos walked away from that meal with a seed planted in us. You know, we didn't, it was about a week later, we all kind of came together and we all blurted out the same idea at the same time. You know, it's like conscious ground needs to cater for our cafes. It's the only way forward, you know? So I guess that's where the inception of the idea became and and we floated that idea to May and of course she was over the moon about it. So what does it look like at Conscious Grounds, the kitchen there? How many hands and hearts are, are present there creating these delicious meals and food? Uh, so our current team, um, we have Ian as our kitchen our food design manager and head chef, Joe and uh, Gnomes. So Gnomes is the fabulous baker and um, it was initially when Jolene and Rob approached us it was just Gnomes and I in the kitchen. So we started the catering collaboration with just uh, us um, in the kitchen and needed a bigger team to grow and nurture the, the relationship and really focus on br- bringing out this beautiful food to the community. And we've got beautiful Emily that's joined the team recently as well. We are currently recruiting for another member to join the team. Oh, well, let's put a little shout out. What, <laughs> what, who are you looking for? 
We're looking for a kitchen manager. So Ian is moving into building our relationships across, um, you know, within the community. So coming out of the kitchen, he's had a beautiful time running his own restaurant in Bondi called Drake Eatery, um, really successful restaurant. So we're really grateful to have him on our team. Yep. So what kind of person are you looking for? We're looking for a vibrant, deeply connected chef who's very open to working in a different way. We have a very strong food philosophy. Our kitchen is completely gluten-free and we focus on whole foods. So we're looking at how we use each and every ingredient that we grow on the farm and how we pair that with anything that we're not growing. So whether it's the grain or the condiments, like um, we use gluten-free tamari, we only use certified organic extra virgin olive oil and coconut oil um, to cook with. So it's very different to the commercial kitchen environment. And we're looking at pairing the foods together for whole body wellness. So for digestion um, and satiation. So one of the things that occurs when we're eating nutrient void foods is that the body keeps seeking for more. It keeps asking for more. It's not satiated. It hasn't got the nutrients that it needs. And so We tend to overeat and with the overeating, we're not getting proper digestion. Without proper digestion, we're getting, you know, all of these other physical ailments. And so, you know, all of it starts from there. And so going back to who we're looking for is someone that can be very adaptable to come out of the commercial kitchen environment where foods are designed to cook and satiate that one-time eating experience because you might dine out, say, once a month where we're eating every day and we're feeding the community every day and we're you know, working with Santos. And we want our foods to be mum's home cooking with love that you can eat every single meal and feel great afterwards. And where would they get in touch with you then if the person is out there listening right now? Um, they can send their applications through to applications at consciousground.com. This interview itself was highlighting the real um, joys of localization as well and, and really not seeking things that are too far from, from the heart, from the heart of town, from home as such. So are there other farms and farmers also that provide the food for, or the produce rather, for the cafe itself? The cafes are primarily the savoury food, the salads and the wraps and the toasties come from Conscious Ground. We do work with a plethora of um, local caterers. So we get Kelly's uh, raw cheesecakes, which we've had for years at Santos, and they're a crowd favourite. Um, we work with Byron Organic Kitchen, and we take a lot of their pies and their savouries. We've got Rami's samosas that we sell at the Byron store only, which have, again, have been hugely popular. So we've been working with local suppliers only for as long as I can remember with Santos, I'd say 10 to 15 years. Everything we get and sell in the cafes is from a local caterer. We're going to have to wrap this delicious interview up, unfortunately. It's been so lovely to have you both in the studios. Rob, if you were trying to convince an individual or a business to make a commitment to localization, what message would you send out across the airwaves to the ears and the hearts of our listeners? I'd say that there's probably nothing more important at the moment than shopping locally. Particularly for the Northern Rivers, there's so much food produced in this area that there isn't really a need to go externally for food supplies, especially everyday food supplies. I think if we can keep that energy and the passion in the Northern Rivers and us producing food, if everyone can do that in their local areas and the rest of the world, then we're going to be a much better place. Yeah. And May, what's your answer to that question? Yeah, definitely second, Rob. And Beyond creating um, a local secure um, economy to gain that independence, 
um, and eliminating food miles that just, you know, um, it's food degradation, the loss of nutrients and going back to, you know, my focus is on health and well-being. Um, eating locally, it's not just about, you know, how long the food's been stored, how long it's been on the truck, but we're looking at the microbes in the soil. And the microbes in the soil locally know exactly what we need locally. It's just like the bees, when they produce the honey, they know exactly what we need in terms of medicine. And so when we're eating local foods, we're gaining all of this medicine from the soil. The microbes, they, they're tuned in. They, they create what we need for our immune defense. For me, local foods is the way. One of, one of the biggest tips, and I'll share this if, if we have time for it, um, when I used to travel a lot and teach food overseas, and one of the things, I was living in a developing country, and a lot of expats were moving in and, and trying to work out how to stay healthy, and it's, it's finding local organic foods and fermenting them. It's such a simple medicine. You're working with the microbes that are in the soil locally. They know what you need for your immune defense, and so when you work with that, they inoculate the gut, and this is how you get your immune defense. Interesting you should talk about the bees and the honey because my next guest is the director of the film The Secret Life of Bees. I'm just going to finish with a little quote from David Attenborough, which is, The future of life on Earth depends on our ability to take action. Many individuals are doing what they can, but real success can only come if there's a change in our societies and our economics and in our politics. Surely we have a responsibility to leave for future generations a planet that is healthy, inhabitable by all species. Rob and May, thanks so much for joining me on the show today. Uh, you're tuned here to this, your community radio station. It's Bay FM. Community radio for the Byron Shire. Bay FM. <laughs>